Okay, what's going on, guys, and welcome to a brand new episode of Energize. Ross, introduce the guest, man. Today we have Cage Warriors lightweight sensation and El Presidente of your fighting championships. It's Decky McAleenan. Decky, how are you doing, man? All good, boys. All good. Bit left out. I don't have a pair of these glasses. That's what it is. Oh, we have to save it for the show. Decky, we will be over watching your fight. Uh, Cage Warriors 134 in London, and we will hand deliver you a pair of these glasses. How does that make you feel? Brilliant, special. <laughs> it's up there with a world title, isn't it? Yeah, what's that? Yeah. Uh, I've been back and forth with the distributor of the glasses. That may sound like it's a really big deal, it's not, but uh, I'm trying to make sure that they arrive on time because, like, that's that's my one fear for London. I don't yeah, mind don't. meeting the guys in the UFC. That's all fine. Like, no, I can do that. It's like, I have to show up the glasses. That's, that's, just, that's my one concern. No clothes. No clothes, nothing. Just a suitcase full of sunglasses. Be perfect. It's the most important thing, boys. Absolutely. Decky, how much are you looking forward to getting back in there under the Cage Warriors banner? Boys, I'm buzzing for it. So I am. It's like, I think it was June last year. It was the last time I fought. And then uh, just with a few things coming towards the end of the year, it didn't allow me to fight. And like... As I said, I'm fucking buzzing to get back in that cage. Like this is this is what I do for a living. This is what I love doing. I love to fight. Like that's that's just it. And I haven't done it in near a year now. So, but two weeks on Friday, I'd be ready to go. I don't know if you've given it any thought, Decky, but uh, obviously, you know, Cage Warriors' uh, show was on UFC Fight Pass, so obviously there's always going to be an eye of the UFC on it. But with UFC London the next day, there's going to be UFC people in the arena on the night watching Cage Warriors. Will that make any difference to you, or does that get you any more pumped up for the fight? I don't need any any more reason whatsoever to be pumped up for this fight. I I made a mistake the last fight, which cost me it. I've been overthinking things. It didn't have the same drive last year and whatever else. I'm back to myself. I'm fucking feeling fresh, refreshed, ready to go again. So if if it's me by myself, or if it's all the right people looking at me on the, on the next Cage Warriors, I'd be putting on a show. Thank you. What, what you just mentioned there, you, you didn't really feel yourself last year and now you feel re-energized, excuse the pun. But like, what, what's the biggest difference being, bud? Uh, back working on my, sort of the mental end of the game. I just sort of was going through the motions last year. Wasn't in the right sort of headspace. Didn't have any respect for any of the fighters whatsoever on the roster. Didn't think any of them could beat me. Didn't think any of them challenged me. Uh, thinking that it was just going to be like stupid stalemates where people just try to survive going off the the way my fights go is like you get these fucking great sorry about my language boys you get these strikers that are that are so good and then you hit them a dig and see their eyes change and they turn into grapplers and then it was i was allowing it to annoy myself and allowing it to like take away from my game and just like knowing that come the next fight this is what's going to happen and you know, like and then as soon as it happens Instead of reacting to the situations, I was letting my head get carried away. John, you know, like this is another one of these. This, John, you know, like this is happening again. And uh, but now it's, I couldn't care. I'm gonna, I, as I said, I'm gonna put on a show and I'm gonna finish this. Fin, uh, finish uh, whoever you call him, but I can't uh-huh. remember his name. Whenever, whenever <laughs> the fight goes, I'll finish him wherever it goes. Um, just just looking at your opponent, Dan Collins, he, he comes out of uh, Great Britain, top team, great gym over there. They have a, a state-of-the-art facility, uh, brand new. Brad Pickett's doing a great job with them. He's got five finishes in his five professional fights. Does this make you believe he's going to actually bring the fight to you, and that's what you're looking for? 
yes and no. Um, it's easy to fi- uh, finish studs. So at the end of the day, I think he's one decent one in his record. We have seen seen plenty of holes in his game. Yes, he's dangerous in areas. Don't get me wrong. He, he he's finished five people. He's finished five other professional fighters. But uh, he's in the big leagues now, and this is this is where I've sort of earned my stripes. So uh, perfect fight for me. Yeah, uh, Dan Collins actually makes his debut in the Cage Wars cage as well. Like, what what should he expect from yourself, Techie? Because this is going to be your eighth appearance in the Cage Warriors cage. Yeah, expecting a bad night. That's what you should be expecting. Well, I, I don't actually uh, think he, he knows what he's getting himself in for, Decky. Uh, will you be bringing over much of a crowd over to uh, London for this one? Squad of us coming, yeah. As always, now that now that there are no more fighting in empty rooms, there'll be there'll be a good squad in your heads heading over. Yeah. Obviously, uh, Decky, you're now a promoter. I think uh, your championship's coming up on, I think it's his fourth show. Uh, third, third. third show and um has that taken up much of your training time or has it added anything to your outside the cage game that you didn't have before or what have you learned from becoming a promoter from the fight game nothing boys really <laughs> so i uh i'm trying to run this here as as a fighter run the promotion so that the the key thing for me is that the fighters are being looked after. Uh, I have stole a load of ideas from Cage Warriors on to how on how to run a show, uh, which means there there's John like there's no messing about. The fighters are given a rough time to when they're going to be fighting, and two shows in now. I think the first show, my main event, was starting two minutes before it was scheduled to start, and then the last show started uh, five minutes after. It was meant to start, Do you know. So like, that's that that's perfect, Do you know. Like, if yeah. you're giving giving boys ideas of when they're going to be fighting, there's no, uh, you're fighting next. No, there's a ten minute break. You're fighting next. Uh, there's a fifteen minute break that lasts half an hour. There's set breaks, set times. Like I can tell you now what time and what what running order of the show when you're getting a break and when you're not getting a break. Give or take five or ten minutes either side of the fight with early stoppages or decisions. Do you know, like. No, I, I think that's great. I think that's uh, you. You have the fighters' interests at heart there when you do it yeah. that way. Uh, I think it's it's really, really good to see you doing it. They will get into your championship a bit more in a minute. Uh, I just want to touch back on Cage Warriors and the lightweight division in particular. It's the one that's about most up in the air out of all the divisions. Obviously, you know yeah. Joe McCulligan was champion, sort of is still champion in his own right. <laughs> He's relinquished the belt, and no one's won it yet. Yeah, then we were supposed to have um, it was Ben Lacker versus um, one of the brothers, um, George Hardwick, and then Ben Lacker pulled out, and now we have George Hardwick versus Bellardo. Where do you see yourself in this division, and who else do you see as as the major players in this division? Obviously, maybe Mike Figlax, another one who's up there as well. Yeah, he's on about five or six wins now, is he? Mm. He's he's yeah, coming off playing against Stevie McIntosh. He is, yeah. He uh, he's doing great at the minute. So he is. So it's like to be honest. I need another. I'm gonna, as I said, we'll get get this fight out of the way, finish him in style, and then I'm a fight or two away from getting back to where I need to be. But uh, as you said, there's gonna be the right eyes looking at this fight. So we'll see what way it goes and see what I can pull out of the bag. Uh, I deal with pressure well, so we'll see what way that goes. Uh, as the title title talk, 
I haven't a clue. Like because I said, Joe's still the champion. No one's won the belt. Uh, then you have uh, Matty Ben Lactar. So how many times is he, I think he's probably lost his chance of fighting for the belt. And I think that's twice he's pulled out of the title fight. Is it? I I think one of them he got COVID, so I don't think it was actually his fault per se. But he still um, didn't didn't fight. No, he didn't. He didn't. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, so, he, he so, might have to go. He might have to go and do one more. I'd say. Yeah, but then if he if he has to do, but then that would probably be him and Figlak. Then would have to fight because how long can he sit about for? Do you know, like he at this stage he deserves. A, like I don't know why the talk. I think your boy's Italian fighting hard work, is he? Yeah, to be honest, they've Danilo, pulled him out of the yard. Like, I'm not gonna lie, I've never heard of him. Um, no, so I, I, I have. He has fought in the UFC before. I know. I know he fought Mark Manson and he fought Joel Alvarez, who recently lost there uh, on the weekend. But like, I don't actually remember his fights, probably because he was the one who lost them. And that's not a knock on him. I just, uh, just he, you don't really remember the loser. Yeah, uh, yeah he, is, no, the, he is Italian. Yeah, the the only reason that I know him is I was uh, I was offered to fight against Yazir Balazer Balazer the French lad that he was that uh, that, that fellow was meant to fight last and uh, <clears throat> I couldn't take the fight then obviously for a couple of different issues but that's how I knew who he was and seeing him coming in with the with the way the lightweight division is at the minute it, it's, a, it's a wee bit nuts seeing him coming in and getting straight into a title shot with the likes of uh, Mike Figlag sitting there you know but I suppose Zadari's another uh, name in there. I know he was the last person to lose the title, but like he, I suppose yeah. he's another figure to be reckoned with as well. Yeah, there's no, there's no shame in losing to Joe. Like Joe's, Joe's a beast. Like Joe. You know? uh, yeah, and, and I'm still kind of trying to coax Paul Redmond out of retirement for, 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 for one last run as well. So, uh, like, yeah, because, talk, talk yeah, because we had Graham Bullen on. He announced he's going to do two shows at least here in Ireland. So, like, that's something to look forward to, especially for people living here. Definitely, like you see. You'll see the squad of us over here in London, uh, and there's only going to be two Irish boys on the cord. So, like, if you get me fighting in Belfast or Dublin, there's going to be a lot of tickets sold by me as well as whoever else you put on the cord. Like, do you know what I'd say? It'd be more trying to scrape tickets together rather than looking people to get rid of them. Do you know that sort of way? Yeah, 100%. I definitely think they they have to do Belfast as one of the two venues. I think uh, when you really look at it, like. No better way to co- coax uh, Joe, uh, uh, fight camp better Joe McCulligan as well. Bring it over to Belfast. Um, obviously, Paul Hughes wins against Jordan Vucenic. His next fight might be in the UFC. But he used to say, I don't know, the UFC don't do Belfast and they do Cage Warriors the night before. I, I think when they are doing these European shows, the UFC, like Cage Warriors should almost piggyback off the back of them because I think it's such a fantastic idea that you have Cage Warriors on the night four and then UFC on the following night. So yeah, you could also have... You said you could also if say if, if Paul beats Jordan, they could have the trilogy in Belfast as well on that card. You never know. I'd say the winner of that goes to the UFC, though. Do you not? Yeah, yeah well, I think that it can always. <laughs> it's more we want to see what, Paul on the card. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It, it can depend on what way it goes down as well. You know what I mean? If they if their last it's fight tight. was as close to this one, you know what I mean? The scores are still yet to be settled. Who knows? You know what way yeah. it's gonna what way it's gonna go down? Uh, you know, UFC might say. You have to do it again, lads, and the winner's guaranteed a shot in yeah. the UFC. So you yeah. never you, you never know which way they're gonna go. I don't know, no. Uh it is, but like as well, you're missing out on Reese. Reese like there's another boy. Yeah. Get him one fight in Belfast before 
like and if he does well he could be back in the UFC like do you know where he could be an off fighter too fight for the vacant welterweight title yeah there's him there's a big a figure lad could be a great fight yeah put the two fig lads on in Belfast fighting for, for either one of the belts and see if he can get well no it's hard it's so, the lightweight division's gone there's so much going on at the minute and then especially with the Yanks as well do you know like yeah, uh, they're going to throw a spanner in the works. John, like if if we're in this much of a mess at our side, and then you have them over there, yeah, God knows, God knows what way we're going to end up. And you know what? Yeah, that's cause... the sort of thing about it because I feel like from the European side, it, it's such a it's such a strange thing to be like, well, how good are the the guys from the states who are fighting in cage warriors? Because we haven't seen them against the Europeans, haven't? So therefore, you have that sort of feeling out factor being like. Oh, maybe you know there might be a few heavyweights that come over from the US that could be brilliant because obviously there's a few less heavyweights on the European yeah. scene or light heavyweights as well. But like when it comes to the lighter guys, you know the Europeans have shown that they're just as good, if not better, in a lot of cases yeah. than the Americans. So I'm dying to see that first amalgamation card, and I think it would be more fitting to bring the European fighters over to the US. And uh, you know, get as I'm gonna like. I'm to say, you know, given that adjustment period. And you know, let them have let them have a little holiday afterwards. Yeah, we'll find See, we'll find out on Friday. Uh, Cage Warriors Cali, Cali is on this Friday as well for people tuning in on UFC Fight Pass. See as well, like look at the look at the UFC card in London. That's that's a cage that's Cage Warriors versus the rest of the world, pretty much, isn't it? Like, yeah, I think we're looking at it. And I think there's two fights that uh, don't have Cage Warriors fighters on them out of like twelve or. Which is crazy, like, and then on top of that, also, uh, who knows? Some of that might change, and like more people m- might get called up on short notice or something like that because of the issue with like getting the Russian fighters to the UK. Uh, that's that as well, yeah. Yeah, well, needed to say, everyone's really excited for Cage Warriors 134 in London. Obviously, Decky McLean taking on Dan Collins, it's going to be in the Indigo. Uh, Ross, is there anything else to say about Cage Warriors, or can we talk a bit about your? Um, I'd, I'd actually just like to get uh, Decky's quick predictions, not for his own fight, because obviously he's going to say he's going to win, but maybe for <laughs> the two title fights. Uh, the two title fights, I would say the lightweight title fight, I'd be betting on Hardwick. George or Harry, is it? George, uh, George. George, George Hardwick. I'd be betting on him. He's uh, he's looked well from his come back to from his came to promotion, so he has. Uh, and then. Paul and Jordan flip a coin. Yeah, oh, that's, that's why it's unmissable. That's, that's literally that's, why it's unmissable. What a main event! Yeah, it's, it's a good. It's like it is a. It is a good fight. Like you know. So, uh, yeah, just say your guess is good as mine, boys. Yeah, in fairness, I'll, I'll tell Jordan to his face when I see him. Like I'm not gonna lie, solely up for uh, for Paul because obviously. We've known him longer and yeah. talk more, and he's Irish. But like at the end of the day, that's no knock on uh, Jordan Vucenic. If he was fighting anyone else, it'd probably be up for him. Like he seems like such yeah. a cool dude. He, uh, uh, he, he also, I don't know if he'd be insulted by this, but he reminds me a bit of James Arthur. <laughs> it's actually, his birthday today as well. Uh, yeah, sure. rem- Jordan's not James Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it reminds me a bit of Andre Fidi. We would see the style, Jordan yeah. style, like and. He's good, like he is very, very good. But uh, yeah, he looks the part anyway. But he, uh, like I said, I, I'd be just 
back and Paul as the Irish connection, but uh, as skill wise and different different things to get, it's a it's as close of a fight you're going to get. Yeah, yeah sure. It wasn't that... as well. So it's, yeah, I was going to say it wasn't that wasn't that close uh, for no reason. So yeah. I think people will be expecting something similar again. Um, Decky, let's let's get the promoter hat on. Uh, yeah. Barry, let, let, let's ask the first question. Oh, the first Go question on. is going. Decky, how would the promoter Decky McLean like like how how good? Oh, hold on, put it, how do I put this? You as a fighter, how how good would you like? Would you be an easy to deal with as a promoter? So say if you're promote like you're the fighter and you're the promoter, if you know what I mean. How would Decky McLean deal with Decky McLean? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Boys, I, I'm easy to deal with, so I, am. I want the toughest fights against the best opponents. And any any opponent that I have been sent, like throughout my whole career, amateur and pro, I've said yes to the first person, unless they were a bit shite, and then I've said no. It's only like trying to get me someone better. Uh, throughout my whole career, uh, everything, it's... As a promoter now, probably dealing with fighters dealing with like the new sort of range of fighters they're a lot more picky than the the older ones don't like the the like the i sort of can't i i'm not a, like a new style fighter and i'm not an old style fighter i came at like that merging period you know, in between yeah whereas nowadays you need a bloody fighter page before you can you can actually fight don't you know, like I, I didn't come from that that sort of era but social media was kind of a thing but not really a thing uh so nowadays people want to know more information and who they're fighting and this and that. Uh, so it is slightly harder to deal with people. But if every fighter had sort of my mentality, fights would get made straight away. Like, you know, uh, there'd be no messing about. What, uh, this, uh, all your, uh, your fighting championships three takes place on April 3rd. Like what fights uh, on the card are you really looking forward to? And for the fans listening now, like what fight, what fights should they get ready for? Uh, I'd say the main event will be a cracker. Depending on that, that's going to be a big clash of styles. Or so it is between uh, Janderson and Machin. Uh, that's a pro that, fight as well. Yeah, that's a pro yeah, fight. Pro. That that could go uh, that could go either way, but it'd be hard to see that going a dist- going a distance. Like you know. Uh, obviously I've got like Marching's like my training partner so I'm betting on him on that one but like Janderson's not an easy fight for anybody like you know he's a big beast so uh, he seems to be taken very serious now I know I know he's training as jiu-jitsu very hard he was over in all-stars training with Hamza and was wrestling and like he took he took Andreas Binder to the wire as well he was uh a a top prospect in, in the country, so like, and then obviously Martin is uh, trained herself. You know what I mean? The team Torres boys are known very well for the jiu-jitsu, but also they have a Nori Moi uh, as well. So you know, it it, it is going to lean itself to be an excellent fight. I do think you know, obviously Martin will probably find himself a bit more on the ground than Janderson will find himself a bit more on the feet. But uh, you know, it is mixed martial arts. You do have to make your opponent think. So it will definitely be a banger. Definitely, definitely. And Janderson's got that power. Like John Watching's got all the skills and everything, and so does Janderson. But that man can hit. Like so, it should be should be good. Yeah, I think I think everyone there, in Ireland is, seen that flying knee at this stage. Yeah, yeah. Is there any amateur fights that people should look out for as well? Uh, amateur fights. There's the new lightweight title fight. The that'll be. 
be announcing and I only got it sorted last night. Uh, unfortunately, the champion, Max, has uh, got an injury which he needs to look after. So uh, <clears throat> between talking to him and myself, a young lad at not even 20 years of age shouldn't be fighting to, to run the risk of surgery. So uh, I was sort of pushing him towards... It was his call not to fight, but I was sort of fully agreeing with with the with the idea of him not fighting. Like I don't want to, on especially on my show, I don't want a young lad like himself with all the talent in the world to uh, potentially mess up a career uh, due to like an amateur fight. Like I know it's an amateur title fight, but really and truthfully, nobody cares about amateur title fights. They look good on paper, they look good with your picture with your belt, but. It's amateur at the end of the day. It's all about uh, furthering your career and learning to further your career. So, uh, personally, I think it's the right decision what he's doing. Uh, yeah, but true. there you go, Lewis Burns fighting Max or fighting Aaron McDonald for for the belt, and then the winner will fight Max. There we go. That is an exclusive. Brilliant fight. That is it. Is an exclusive. It's a brilliant fight. Obviously, uh, Lewis Burns coming out of Team Rhino. Uh, it's got excellent wrestling pedigree. Um, we saw him there fight recently at the national championships. Um, he, he told me uh, off the record. Now it's on the record that he didn't like the featherweight cut anymore. He said he was too big for featherweight, and now he's moving up the lightweight. He thinks it's a better weight class for him. It'll be very interesting to see him there. Aaron McDonald. We've all seen he's got absolutely devastating knockout power. Uh, he took a little trip trip over there to Thailand for a while, uh, to, to get a bit of training in over there as well. Uh, and then obviously that ju- jiu-jitsu is coming on leaps and bounds at all times up in Team Tara. So that is an absolute banger of a fight. I can't wait to see who comes out on top there. Yeah, that'll yeah. Be, be good. Hopefully. Decky, that'll be on pay-per-view as well, yeah? Yeah, I'm going to do a stream because uh, I know everything's open fully and whatever else and COVID's disappeared now. But with talking to the venue, uh, like your championships isn't going anywhere. So instead of cramming the venue and putting people at more risk than what's needed just to line my pockets. Uh, we're going to go with a smaller crowd and uh, just make sure everything's run 100% perfect. Uh, probably running the show at maybe three quarters, maybe between half and three quarters uh, of full capacity. But at least that way everyone's sorted. There's enough crowd there. And then we'll just stick the pay-per-view on as well. Yeah. If you have if you have one spare seat for the two of us, we'll buzz it as well. <laughs> call up if you want to. If you want to call up, call up. No problem. Yeah. yeah so make sure for people who are interested in checking out the, your fighting championships three to check out the Instagram. There's going to be a link there as well, and Decky will hook you up. Uh, that that sort of wraps things up. Decky, is there anything you want to say to the people now that are going to be tuning in to your fight on Friday the 18th of March? What are they? What they, should they expect from Mister McAleen? What you always get, someone is going to come out to fight. John again coming out to finish this fight. I did not no more want a decision than the man in the moon. Everything's gonna be on the line. Let's see if he if he wants to step up and fight the big boys, let's see what he's got. There you have a Basmo. Um guys, you cannot miss Decky McAleenan fighting at Cage Warriors 134, only on UFC Fight Pass. Um Decky, thanks a million for joining us on the show. Um guys, make sure to help, head over to Decky's social media, give him a follow, and uh, send him a good luck message before he heads off to London. Um if you are watching the show and you have enjoyed it, which I'm sure you have, 20, 20 minutes on, make sure to like, share, subscribe, and as always. Stay energized. Energized shot. Up the Irish. Been sussing you guys a couple of times. I've seen a couple of clips. I think you're done. 
some interviews with Dylan Moore and then that I, I, I saw. So keep going, keep up the good work, guys.